Hello and welcome back to Three Princesses in a Muggle World. My name is Jenny and I am joined as always by my two best friends and co-hosts. Hey everyone, it's Amber. And Casey, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. I feel like it's been a while since we've recorded. No, not really. <laughs> kind of feels like it, but it hasn't been all that long, I don't think. It's it's just been a time of year, like wonky. Like everyone is so spread thin because we all can feel summer on the horizon, but it's just not quite there yet. Uh, which is a good segue because we're gonna be talking about some summer-related stuff. I think, kind of, some of the stuff I think is summer coming out in the summer anyway. Yeah. So if you've listened recently, am I echoing? I don't think so. Okay. So, if you've listened recently, we have been doing a lot of, guess what's happening? Like, we talked a little bit about the Harry Potter TV show, and we will finish talking about that sometime in the future. But today, we're going to talk about all of the stuff that we know of that Disney is doing. And by stuff, I mean movies that we have heard from Disney that they are going to make and release for your viewing pleasure either in a theater near you or on a Disney Plus screen near you. So I do want to kind of interject there a little bit. We're not going to be talking about everything because Disney has announced over 105 possible upcoming films. And for like, yes, we're talking clear into like 2025 and 2026 with some of these films, but still they have announced 105 we do not have all the time in the world to talk about 105 films. They are being very ambitious with this plan, in my opinion. But hey, that gives us plenty of content for a while. Yep. And so- as Casey kind of discussed um, about the Harry Potter one, I don't know if the writer's strike has anything to do with movies. I'm guessing that it does. But also, I feel like Disney in general sometimes will be like, yes, we are doing that. And then they're like, heh, just jokes. We're not actually going to do that. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know, the writer's strike will affect Disney as well. So that's why I think, um, as Amber was kind of going through and doing research, there's like a title for some movies and that's it. And that's probably partially why because there's no one sitting there writing the story so they probably don't really know other than like a brief overview so yeah some of these are are for sure thing happening and already you know in post-production but there is some that's so far off it's just an idea one that may or may not actually happen but yeah so i did a lot of the research oh am i echoing how about now I did a lot of the research for, like, the different movies that we decided we wanted to actually talk about. I did research to see if there's a release date, what the plot line is, if we know any of the cast, and different things like that. But one of the things that Casey actually did is she created a table with the movies that, out of these hundred and... Over 105 movies, because I, I didn't even end up listing all of them, and uh, but there's over 105, but of the ones that I had originally listed in the document we kind of downsized from, 22 of them are remakes or reboots of some form. And then an 
over 26 of them are sequels of some form as and that and that's not including the fact that if you break it down even more there's six marvel movies that have been announced and at least two new star wars movies <laughs> so you know i feel like in a way that we're talking about a little over half of the movies that have been possibly announced are remakes or reboots or sequels i'm not super thrilled about it. i think i've mentioned this a couple different we don't need to remake absolutely everything and sequels are fun but there is a couple of sequels where it feels like a money grab because there's so much time in between the first one and now the second one that they're creating you know like decades later and it's just wild to me that out of all of their upcoming movie projects, which, by the way, this this is just movies. This doesn't include T-show announcements such. But, like, that many are essentially unoriginal ideas. It's, I don't know, it makes me feel a certain way. Not a good yeah. way. Yeah. I feel like we'll get in, into this. I feel like we'll get into it a little bit more, like, as we actually go into some of the, move, like, specific movies. But... There are some that I'm okay that they're remaking them and that slash not even remaking them because, like I said, we'll get into it a little bit more later. But um, I don't mind that they're remaking some of them, but then there's some that I'm just like, why? Why did we feel the need to remake that? And I know that Jenny's mentioned in the past that with like the live action Lion King, it's technically not even truly live action. It's still considered animation because it's just CGI. So I don't, those are the ones I don't fully understand the need to remake them. I will just say, I mean, I feel like as we go through these different movies, we'll be like, yeah, I'd watch that. Or no, I'm not going to watch that. Or we'll see, you know, later on down the road, whatever. Um, And I think I said this for the Harry Potter remake as well, that I feel like if they do a lot of these remakes well, then it will be great. But I feel like with Disney and the remakes that they've been making into live actions, it's kind of a hit or miss. Either they're really good or they're not. And so I think that's mostly the problem. I think for me, one of the biggest things is, like, if we're going to remake it, let's actually remake it in a sense. Like, let's do a little bit more of, like, what we did in the cartoon. Because I feel like there's some of the remakes, they took out, like, half the songs, they took out some of the characters, different things like that. And I'm like, but why? It was perfect the way it was. Why did we have to mess with perfect? See, that's where I disagree, because I do like a lot of the changes that they made. I feel like you're talking about Mulan, and Mulan is my least favorite live-action remake. I just, the original is pure gold, and then they made a remake, and they took out Mushu, and there was no singing at all. Also, mm-hmm. I speaking of singing, the fact that they didn't even do Be Prepared in The Lion King really bothered me because Be Prepared is, like, the most iconic song. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why did they make those changes? However, like, in Beauty and the Beast, I do like the new song Evermore as well as 
more of like Belle's backstory and more about her mom. I like that. See, and I don't mind them adding to it in that sense. But I feel like there's some of the times that they just change it way too drastically, trying to, in a way, make it new, that they end up taking what made the animated versions so good. And because don't get me wrong, I love Evermore as well. I Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. I think that's the one they did the best job on. And I, and I will I'm very avid on this. I do not like the live action Cinderella. And I will n- never really watch it. And that, but there is one song in there that I actually really do like. And uh, and so you know, and it's not one that's in the cartoon. So I get where you're coming from, um, for sure. And I definitely agree. Like I like them adding to it and making it that way, but completely changing it is where I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> It's it's a very fine line for me with remakes and reboots because if you're gonna you know remake something or reboot something, first of all, like I don't want you to anyway. But if you do, there's no reason to do a scene by scene remake. You know, there's no point if you're gonna do the exact same script, same costume, all that stuff. Like, what's the point? So even in remakes, I do want some aspect of originality there. You know, like giving in backstories or giving extra scenes, things like that. But it's it's such a fine line between adding something that the audience is going to enjoy, it's going to mesh well with the rest of the film, and then just making changes that, yes, are unique, but they're like, what, why changes? Like what you were kind of mentioning. And this kind of segues in, I'll bring up one of these movies. So then let's, let's start off with this first one. This is still, there's no release date for it. So I'm guessing this is still in kind of like a pre-production type of thing, maybe even not written. But it is the live action adaptation for Rapunzel. Now, it says the very small blurb that Amber was able to find is it's a live action adaptation of the Grimm Brothers Rapunzel with a modern twist. In this modern adaptation, it's Rapunzel's armpit hair that she can't cut. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, It's original, I'm going to give you that, but it's also really, really out there and kind of doesn't pull me into wanting to see this movie. It's too much of an original twist going on here. Yeah, and kind of diving into that as well, they did specifically say, I... I didn't realize it until I went back and was looking for the release date. They did specifically specifically specify that this is not a remake of Tangled. Like, right. it is a Rapunzel story. It's not a live-action remake of Tangled. Right, but it and, is still a reboot of the Rapunzel story. Yes. The other thing that jumped out to me is, so when you look on IMDb, it'll tell you, like, kind of what category these movies fall into, like animation, different things like that. And with um Rapunzel that one falls under action and crime and so I am slightly intrigued because I'm trying to figure out how we're making Rapunzel a action crime movie and that but I I I am concerned as well because the whole armpit hair has me a little grossed out (laughs) yeah it's out there I don't 
I don't understand. That's all I feel like saying. I'm just like, who? I was actually talking about this with some of my friends the other night, but do you ever wish that you were just like in the pitching office or pitching meeting, whatever you want to call it, when like people come up with these ideas? It's just like, okay, guys, hear me out. It's Rapunzel, but she can't cut her armpit hair. And everybody else in the meeting's just like, yes, yes, beautiful, beautiful, well done, well done. And it's like, no, like, why? And she's going to fight crime. And she's going to fight crime. Well, we don't know that she's going to fight crime. It's just somehow it's a crime movie. She's gonna, we don't okay. know how it's crime. <laughs> She's, she's either going to commit a crime, she's going to be the, the burglar, or she's going to be solving crime. Like, those are the only two options when you're going to call it a crime movie, but... It's- yeah. I mean, technically, Rapunzel was either kidnapped or given away at birth, so that could be something. That's true. But if, all the things they could do to make it their own, why they settled on armpit hair. Because, I mean... If you want to change something about the lore, tweak it and make it good, I feel like there's other options. I think, and I know we said this is not a remake of Tangled, but I think Tangled did do a good job diving into the origin of that magic. You know, they could have done their own twist on the origin instead of just armpit hair. Yeah, I completely agree. They could have done something else with the hair, you know, the head of hair, if they kept it that, you know, Tangled had magic powers, like, maybe maybe it has its own consciousness, you know? It's like a invisible friend in your hair type of thing. Like, that could have been interesting. But no, yeah. And I this armpit hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, now I'm imagining, like, scenarios, because she's supposed to be, like, revered for her hair. It's, it's beautiful, and everyone wants to touch it, and it's so strong. So, like, is I'm wondering if they're going to keep that direction with armpit hair. I don't know. I, uh... I'm going to be totally honest, when doing the research, I was just copying and pasting. I didn't actually do a whole lot of reading. It wasn't until I go into the document and you had changed it to being bold with it being her armpit hair. And I happened to be like on the IMDb website on the page that I had copied that from. And I'm like, I go back and look at it going, please tell me that that's something weird that she added as a like plot twist idea and not actually what it is but no it's what it actually is and I was like mm-hmm. so along the same lines of movies that I feel like we don't need Toy Story 5 yes my gosh we didn't need, we didn't need Toy Story 4 okay why do I care about a spork let me answer that question I don't care about a spork I get it a lot of little kids did my nephews I remember I got, for Christmas, I got them different things. I got one of them, Forky. And the rest of them were so upset that I didn't get them Forky. Is that what it's supposed to be about, the fifth one? It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of information about it. I've I've heard different rumors about what it's supposed to be about. But there's actually no official information available at this time. So... Is this like an official Disney announcement or is this just like things people are talking about online? Tim Allen announced it because, you know, he plays Buzz. Buzz, anyone else? I'm not sure. I know that Tim Allen announced it and I feel like because of that, it was on a lot of other Disney platforms. 
But I feel like Tim Allen wouldn't be like, we're doing Toy Story 5, unless we were actually doing Toy Story 5. Like, it could be just a thing like he's putting it out into the world and maybe letting Stan pressure the company to make it. Possibly, but I just don't see him wanting to do it anymore type thing. Like, I feel like he had said Ed he wasn't going to come back unless he felt it was necessary. He seemed excited about it. Mm. Okay. But I don't think we need it. In my head, Toy Story ended after number three. That is all we needed. Toy Story 3, we were done. Completely agree. I don't... My child asked to watch 4 the other day, and I was like, nope. In this house, that movie does not exist. No, I think someone official has announced it, too. It says, February of this year, during the Q1 earnings call, Bob Iger confirmed the fifth Toy Story film is in development. It's probably on hold, because if this was, you know, just a couple months ago, it's probably not done. Yeah. Grip's probably not done, but they're they're doing it. Why? I'm just like, what can they do? Woody left. He was the main character, and he left. So are we going to follow him, or are we going to follow Andy's other toys? Oh, you're going to be upset when I tell you there's another one coming after that. I don't know if it's like a spinoff. But it says on the wiki page uh, for a Toy Story 5, followed by Nutcracker Topia. Why? It's stop. Also, make it make sense, but make it stop. Scheduled to be released March of 2026. But it it kind of sounds like its own entity, a Nutcracker named Harry Clams, lives in the Nutcracker city of Nutcracker Topia, but they have it. In with the Toy Story series. So I wonder if it's a spinoff. My brain hurts. <laughs> Why are we making my brain hurt? Okay, let's move um, on. Cause... The drop here. <laughs> let's just let's just move on. But kind of along those same lines of sticking with movies I don't think need to happen. I'm going to take my turn with what one was it that I thought of? Oh. Apparently, they're coming out with yet another parent trap. We've already had, like, two remakes of that movie, right? Why are we needing another one? Sorry, but Lindsay Lohan will always be my parent trap, okay? You can't take her away from me. And yes, I know that there's the original one, and it's not Lindsay Lohan. But she is my parent trap. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why we're messing with that. And why we're coming out with another one. Like, there's literally no information found. I could, like, find no information. So it's possible it was just somebody that is spreading a rumor online. And it will not actually be coming out. But if it is, why? Just why? There's also a possibility in school. Sometimes they like to, some movies like to not put a number in there. Name it the same thing. Possibly, I guess. Which, I mean, like, either way, I don't like it, but at least a sequel, I could go like, okay, I guess it's better than just remaking it again. Sequel yeah, could like, be fun. Wait, what? A sequel could be fun. Yeah. It just depends how they would handle it, if they would, you know, get most of the same actors. Because, unfortunately, the mother from that, I think she passed away. Yeah, I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen Parent Trap. 
And I'm not even 100% sure I've actually ever seen it. It may just be that I've heard it talked about so much that I can tell you the plot line of it. I don't know. But the other one that I wanted... So... Yeah. The other one I wanted to mention was... So one of the things we kind of talked about is how sometimes they make announcements, but it, like, doesn't end up ever happening. And supposedly they still have plans on actually doing this, and I am praying they are, because I would love this. But they've been talking about doing a movie for since this was announced technically back in 2015 and then they put it on the side to come out with the peter pan and windy movie that's that just got released east last month but it's peter and the star catchers and uh, and it's based off of the book by dave barry and ridley pearson and it is one of my favorite books and I do think that, well, yes, it's a version of Peter Pan, it's not the Peter Pan that we grew up on type thing. And so I feel like making that movie would be okay. I would be fine with that. I would love that because it would be a little more original than just a live action remake of Peter Pan, which is what Peter Pan and Wendy was, which it was not bad. It wasn't great and that, like it wasn't, as far as live action remakes, it was not up there with um, Beauty and the Beast for me, but it, it wasn't quite as low to be like Cinderella. And that, that's kind of like my scale right there. It's Beauty and the Beast is the best, Cinderella is the worst. And it just kind of fell in the middle there. Like it wasn't. And so I wish that they hadn't put Peter and the Starcatchers on the back burner to come out with Peter Pan and Wendy because I think Peter and the Star Catchers would have been a better movie if done right. So I have no comment on that one only because I've never read those books but like I've said before if they can do it right then that's great and I will probably watch it. So I recommend you read those books because Ridley Pearson is the one who writes Kingdom Keepers. I like that series. I know you do. That's why I'm saying you should read Peter and the Starcatchers, because I think you would like that series, because it's that author. Also, along uh, movies that I, I'm kind of interested in seeing, I guess I should say, it's actually not on this list, which is interesting. But The Haunted Mansion that mm. they have coming out, I, I think it's this year. It could be next year. But I've just um, I've seen different TikToks and stuff like that about it. And it actually looks like it'll be pretty good. I do have to say, though, that I find it interesting because when Amber first brought together this list, I went through and I looked at it. And there was a lot of them that were like based off of rides from the park. And I'm like, we really don't we really don't need to do this, guys. We don't need to make every single ride have a movie story. It was great that you did it with Pirates of the Caribbean. Hats off there. I love Jungle Cruise. But really, we don't need to do that with every ride. And yes, I do know that they've already done the Haunted Mansion, so don't come at me for that. But this, like, the trailers and stuff that they have come out with for it looks like they are trying more and more to make it look like the ride to the point that there's a chair that looks like the Doom Buggy that you ride in and 
I don't know, like, I want to see it because I think it looks good. And I've also recently seen the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. I saw it this last year for Halloween. So I do want to see it. But I'm just saying that we don't need to make, like, a Space Mountain movie or... Small World. A Small Small World world movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I found it interesting that there was a lot of movies, like, rides turned into movies as well. because um, I was like, why why do we need that? And, uh, like, unless we're going to do it at the level of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a very high bar for them, I just don't feel like it needs to be done. And, uh, and as far as, like, your description of Haunted Mansion, because I haven't seen a whole lot of information on that one, but to me it so- almost sounds like they're just playing off of what they did with the Muppet version of the Haunted Mansion. Still haven't seen it. I just pulled up the IMDb, and the cast feels kind of random. It's got Winona Ryder, Rosario Dawson, Jared Leto, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito. Like, that feels very mishmash assembly of people here. Yes. That does kind of sound like an interesting combination of people. I just, unless you're going to do something different, I make another one. Yeah. I do have to agree with that. How many haunted mansions do we need? Because we have the one with Eddie Murphy, and then we have the Muppets one, and now we have this one. And also, didn't the Muppets one just come out, like, last year? I think so. Okay, so going Wait, along Casey, the line. Casey, of... do you have, Casey, do you have a movie that you want to talk yeah. about? Casey, do you have another one? We kind of talked about movies we feel did need to exist. Amber kind of touched on one that she was kind of excited for. I'm, I'm trying and to look for one. Jenny touched on one she's excited for. Yeah. So I was trying to find, I was trying to follow that. But ooh, I guess I kind of am excited for the next Ant-Man ones. I do really like Paul Rudd. And it seems interesting what could happen next, especially since. I saw over, like, the last week or something, people talking about how that maybe the Infinity Stones have been reduced and now they are in, like, the quantum realm. So I think it's, like, an interesting story. But, like, a big part of me just wants to trash so many of these movies. Yeah. There's... So one of my biggest things that I kind of noticed is I went ahead and I did... While doing my research... On a lot of the live-action remakes, I also went and I was like, okay, I know there's other versions of this movie out there. How many other versions, like non-Disney versions, are we talking about? And uh, and for me, that was part of the reason why there's some of these live-actions that I'm like, we really don't need because we've already got a ton of other live-action versions. And, yeah, uh, I, I, I kind of want to pull this movie in because I think think based on this list this is the one that has the most adaptations already in existence and for some reason we're seeing another one and that is for Snow White another mm-hmm. action one and it says there are about 55 other adaptations of Snow White so it's like what else can you do with this story that the other 55 have? yeah I don't really know all I know is in my heart, the one and only live action Snow White that we ever have needed is Mirror Mirror. I did really like Mirror Mirror. 
I also saw the one with Kristen Stewart and Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Not yeah. good. I mean, if we're going to do Snow White and the Huntsman, then you do Snow White from Once Upon a Time and the Huntsman from Once Upon a Time. Like, I do remember laughing very hard at that movie because of one of my friends that I went with and his commentary the whole entire time. Yeah. I also feel like with some of these, we don't need remakes because of the, like, Once Upon, because of Once Upon a Time. And that, and Snow White is one of the ones that I feel like we covered her story hardcore in Once Upon a Time. And that, and so I feel like we really don't need to keep beating that s- at, um, what's the word? Horse is dead. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Beating that horse. Like, you know, we don't need to keep beating that horse. It's, it should just be done and over with. Like, so right. done. So the horse is dust at this. Yeah. So kind of jumping subjects here, but there's a couple on this list that I'm just, I'm just like, it has taken you guys way too long that because it has taken you this long to come up with a sequel, we don't need it anymore. National Treasure 3, I didn't watch the TV show, but I do know that after the first series, it's already been canceled. I heard that it was really good and I should watch the TV show, but we do not need National Treasure 3. Casey, I'm guessing you're the one that added Nick Cage or Bust, which I 100% agree with. Uh, As well as Sky High 2. First of all, I did like Sky High, but if you rewatch it, it's like super cheesy. Mm-hmm. And who framed Roger Rabbit too? Yeah, those yeah, like that... money because there's so much time. In- well, and also in that same field, we, you have Shrunk, which is supposedly a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, and it's like I can't imagine that it's going to be a true sequel because Sky High. All of those kids are now full-fledged adults, so unless you're going to follow them as adults, which would make no sense because it's Sky High to high school, it's not going to work. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That was a long time ago, and as much as I hate to say it, a lot of those actors are probably dead at this point. So I know the cartoons will be fine, but it's going to be none of the voice actors, none of the original actors. Yeah. Why? I just feel like if we haven't needed a sequel for this long, why do we need one now? Yeah. With Sky High, my best guess would be maybe it's following the kids of the kids that were in the first movie. Yeah, and that's kind of been a trend that I don't know if I necessarily... It's the whole Hocus Pocus 2 thing. But I was also thinking, you know, Spy Kids did it, and then uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl did it. And it's just like, no one wants to look at your kids' adventures. We like you. Now you guys are just adults glittering around in the background with no impact on the story. It's like, why? So, one that I'm actually... There's two that I'm actually excited for that are sequels, since we're talking about sequels. Well, actually, let's make that three or four that I'm excited for that are sequels. But, like, I am super excited actually for inside out too and that and getting to follow riley through her teenage years is she like figures out those emotions because <laughs> i'm like i feel like i'm gonna sit there and go riley you're making my life make so much more sense see that's one 
that I like the idea of. Like, I'm not necessarily invested in, like, the story, because I've only seen part of the first one. I'm like, it's okay, but, you know, not my favorite. But I'm like, yeah, this, this having a sequel is good. This makes sense. You know, this follows same characters as they're getting older, and it hasn't been that much time, I don't think, between the first one and this one. So it's like, yeah, this one, this, this is a true sequel I can get behind. Yeah, like, it's been a little bit of time, but not, like, that drastic amount of time. Like, not what we're talking about with, like, Sky High and Sky High 2. And then I'm also kind of excited, but slightly confused about Cruella 2. Like, there's nothing as far as, like, what the plot's going to be. They have said that at right now Emma Stone is probably going to come back as Cruella for it. And that, but part of me feels like with how they ended the first Cruella, it leads perfectly into 101 Dalmatians. So, is Cruella 2 basically going to be 101 Dalmatians? My thing with Cruella 1 is I didn't see how Cruella came to hate dogs to the point that she wanted to kill them to make a coat. And so, that was my thing with Cruella 1. You see her actually do that. She did that to her mom's dogs. Yeah, but besides that, she still had dogs. She still liked oh. dogs. She gave Perdita and the other dog to their owners. Yeah. And, like, she never... I don't think that even in 101 Dalmatians, she technically ever hated the dogs. She just liked them more for her fur than... For their fur, then she liked them as pets. But I don't think she ever actually hated them. I'm just wondering, like, where they're going to go with it. It looks like Emma Stone is the only official cast member. So, I mean, nobody else from the first one will reappear. So we're going to have this well, character, brand new situation, new characters. Yeah, but- she's the only one named right now. But there's also, like, no release date or anything like that. So, you know, it could be that... They've announced it. They for sure have Emma Stone signed, and then they're just trying to get everybody else to sign, and not necessarily be that they're not bringing back the other characters. And then this one I'm on the fence about as well, but Maleficent three. Again, there's like no release date announced. The only like cast listed is Angelina Jolie, and that. But like. Part of me is like, I love Maleficent, so I'm excited to see another movie with her. And then part of me is like, but do we really need another one? Yeah, and it's it's really hard because, you know, these movies kind of started off as prequels. So there's only so much story that you can do before well, you get caught up with the most current one. It's like, you're stuck now. So Maleficent actually wasn't really truly a like, there was some prequel to it, but it also had, like, the whole oh, Sleeping Beauty storyline in the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I know it still had that, but and I think I've only seen it once a while ago. But isn't it very heavy on her background and the reasons why it led her to this point? Yes, we do get a lot more of her background than we get in, like, the actual cartoon Sleeping Beauty. and uh, But... We also get the whole story of Aurora growing up and pricking her finger on the spinning wheel and all that. And then the second movie is 
her dating um, Philip and Philip proposing and them going over and meeting Philip's family and stuff that way. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one, so it's just like, where else is that story going? Again, we all know what happens. We know she's going to marry Philip, so where where exactly are you going to take this for a third one? Especially since it's Maleficent 3, so it has to be focused on her being character. So, like, what else can you do here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I've, I'm on the fence about it. I'm, like, excited, but at the same time, I'm like, do we really need another one? And how are we going to make this work? So Here's one that I feel like we need to talk about. Just because I'm on the fence with it. Frozen 3. <laughs> okay. Uh, hear, hear, hear me out. I like Frozen 1. I like Frozen 2. I feel like Frozen is done a thousand times over. And do we really need it? However... I feel like the second one did leave us with some questions, but then it also just makes me scared because so many people are like, Elsa is gay, which, you know, if she is, whatever, move on. But I just, like, in my head, Elsa is not gay, and I'm just, I feel like Disney would almost, like, make her gay just to make everybody happy, and, I mean, if she is, like I said, it's fine, but if she's not, then it's just like, can we move on? Yeah. So, with that rumor, Disney has actually technically confirmed that she is, and they originally were going to have her um, Honey Mary Marin? Yes, Honey from Summer. number two. Yeah, from number two. They were supposed to start dating. And they actually had that scene, like, in the movie, but then a bunch of countries outside of the United States said that they would ban Frozen 2 if they put that scene in there. And so Disney decided rather than losing the money in foreign countries and that, that they would just cut that scene. But yes, it is official from Disney that she is gay. So Amber, as a mother, how much do you want frozen three? I have a lot of mixed feelings on it and that there's part of me that really wants it because I, I really want Kristoff and Anna to finally tie the knot and all that. But then there's the other part of me that goes, my child has made me watch Frozen and Frozen 2 so many times that I know I'm going to be sick of Frozen 3 fairly quickly because I'm going to be like, okay, I have seen this movie I don't know how many times. And then there's also the side where, you know, she's going to be singing the songs, but singing them wrong, mind you, because she's a child that doesn't quite understand some of the words and everything. And it's it's cute and all, but then at times it just is like, I'm done. And I'm like, I don't need to hear Into the Unknown anymore. I have a whole lot of new thoughts on this one, except for the same thing I've been saying, like, what are you going to do with the story? It's dragging on at this. Uh, well, the big thing is they're, they've already said that it's most likely going to be have Kristoff and Anna's wedding. Yeah, but I don't know. that A whole movie centered on that doesn't super exciting. Yeah. Like, and I were to bring, what is it, Hans back as a villain, I still don't think it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's enough for Frozen 3 Hans Revenge. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I just know that the rumor is it's going to be their wedding. But I feel like 
like you said, there needs to be more to it than just their wedding. And so I don't know what it's going to be. But personally, I'm kind of, my thoughts are, instead of doing a full-on sequel, doing like what Tangle did and doing a short where it is their wedding. Yeah, that should be okay. We don't need a two-hour movie on the one thing, if that's really what it's focused on. Yeah. Besides, Frozen already has done some shorts, so I feel like, what's one more short? Yeah. They've okay. done some really cute shorts. I like their shorts. Although, yeah, again, so... my child sings those songs <laughs> as well. Those don't sell the big ticket prices. Yeah, and I get that, but I also just don't know that we need another Frozen 3. Yeah. So we're almost out of time for tonight, but I there's one more movie I want to talk about for a couple reasons. First, I want to know your guys' thoughts on it. Um, because I was initially really excited for this, but since I've actually seen clips the last couple of weeks, I've been losing confidence and I'm not super excited. And it's for The Little Mermaid live action remake. Uh, mm-hmm. As we're recording this, it's not yet out. It comes out in two days. There'll be a couple days that it has been out by the time this podcast gets posted. But, like, I was initially, like, really excited for, you know, they're taking their own spin, being, um, you know, live action, so they get to take a lot more creativity, I I guess is the word. And then I saw, first I saw Flounder. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why they they did him like that. Um, And I'm like, you do Flounder dirty like that. I was like, okay, this is one aspect of it. Maybe I can get past it. And then I saw uh, Sebastian. And I'm like, okay, that's rough too. Um, let's let's just see. Come on, give me something. Like The actress who plays Ariel looks absolutely stunning. I love her mermaid tail. I love all that stuff. But then I saw that Scuttle is no longer a seagull. And now he's under the water singing and talking and living underwater. And... <sighs> The underwater itself doesn't look great. It doesn't even really look to me like they are underwater. And it just feels like a giant CG mess. And I am less excited about it now. I kind of don't want to hear your thoughts after we've seen some clips being leaked. So for me, I'm with you that, like, I was kind of excited about this movie. But then I saw, like, what they did with my biggest one is Flounder. Like... I can get past Sebastian, I can b- get past Scuttle, but Flounder, they did him dirty, like extremely dirty. I actually saw a TikTok that was this guy, and he starts going on this rant about his problem with the Little Mermaid, and at first you think he's going to be like one of these old white guys that is complaining about the fact that Ariel is being played by a a black actress but no instead he flips it and that same like complaints that everybody has about how ariel being black he uses to then explain his issues with flounder and then he went on to say that they made flounder look like he got into the weed and not the seaweed but the other kind of weed and I I found his TikTok very hilarious, but very true on how I felt. So he looks like he had a bowling ball all dropped on him. Like wh- he's so yeah. So I he- feel like I'm the odd man out here because I'm actually really excited about it. 
And I'm going to see it on Monday, on Memorial Day. My brother and my sister-in-law got free tickets, and they got one for me, so I get to go see it. And I'm super excited about it, and this might be totally weird, but I'm excited about it because one of my favorite TikTok influencers went and saw it. Actually, two of my favorite TikTok influencers went and saw it in London at the premiere, and they just absolutely loved it and just were going off about how great it was and all this different stuff. And so I'm super excited about that. Also, I didn't realize until reading the work that you did, Amber, finding all this information, that Jodie Benson would be in it. And I know that Disney does that. I know that Disney does that because they brought back Angela Lansbury for Mary Poppins Returns, like just a really small part. But Jodie Benson is the original Little Mermaid. And that she gets to be in it even for a couple of minutes is just super exciting to me. And so, yes, I do also have my trepidations because of the different things I see. Like, whenever I see the clip of Scuttle under the water, I'm like, I'm sorry. He's a bird. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand that. It just it doesn't make sense because she goes to the surface to talk to him, and that's why she gets in trouble. So if you take that away... Like, and yeah, excited. I have high hopes. It doesn't look like they're underwater, though. It looks like... They're just kind of, or I guess really she, because everything else is really CGI'd. And they've got like a fan going for her hair. It's just like, it doesn't look like they're underwater. And it just bothers me. So I'm like, hmm. I think I also heard somewhere that Haley, the girl who's playing Little Mermaid, doesn't actually know how to swim. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've got mixed feelings on it. Yeah, I've got mixed feelings on it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going in with an open mind as best I can. I, I am kind of, well, I'm, I'm excited, but also a little hesitant about Amos and McCarthy's Ursula, because, like, I feel like she could be really good, but she could also go over the top and be too much, so I'm, like, mm, hesitant on that, yeah. but she looks phenomenal. Yeah, I just feel like, and I also saw, like, something about, like, apparently Ursula originally was based off of, I don't remember which drag queen but was based off of a drag queen. And so a lot of people were saying they wish that Disney would have done a drag queen as Ursula. And I'm like, I could get behind that one too. I will say, like, I, I totally get why they picked this actress to play Ariel, because her voice really is phenomenal. And as of right now, I think the best part of what I've seen. So mm-hmm. like, she is Ariel. I love it. It's yeah, I absolutely I- am excited that she's Ariel. I never um, thought I'd, I'd have the issue with the made-up stuff, the fake characters. Flounder is the best. Yeah, but I'm. My biggest thing is when I watch it that first time, I'm going to be sitting there going, "Where's Jody Benson? Where's Jody Benson?" Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm and good. What? They're gonna pull a Marvel, and she's gonna be in some obscure cutscene at the very end of all the credits. They better not. They better not do her dirty like that. That would be funny, though. So, So anyways, let us know what you guys think. If you think that we have been incredibly rude about some of the movies that you're excited about, or if you are excited for the movies that we are excited about, let us know your opinion, and let us know if there are other movies coming soon that you would like us to talk about. 
Yep, like Amber said, there is a huge, long, hundred-plus list. We obviously did not cover them all, but maybe we will in a future one, so let us know. Yep. Until next time, we hope you have a magical week. Bye. Bye.